what was it? 6.2 innings, three earned runs. That would be a quality start if it were a start. So yeah, kudos to Walter, kudos to Cora. I think they handled everything well. Interesting prospect. Definitely somebody I want to see more of going forward. So yeah, I think I'm on the Walter train. Yeah, no. And to add to your point there about the opener thing, like the twins have a few guys that they can kind of, you know, shift in and out of their lineup and, you know, their two best hitters, you know, Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, right-handed hitters. So you get the righty in there and granted it didn't work because <laughs> Carson got his shit wrecked, but you, you give Walter a chance to not necessarily open his big league career by facing a couple of big bashing righties who have been reading up on you and studying up on you on the iPad and, you know, they're ready to take you deep. You know, you can, you can get started hopefully in the bottom of the lineup. Didn't necessarily, you know, go according to plan like that, but it's still, you know, to your point, takes the pressure off. And, you know, you saw Baldelli pinch hit really early in the game once they got Walter in the game. So it shows, you know, that that was smart. You know, you get a guy out of the game, you know, it's kind of just playing the game and, you know, you see the Rays do stuff like that. And, you know, Baldelli obviously came up through that organization, you know, learn from those guys. So, yeah, I thought it was a smart move. I would also like to see more of Walter, although I, I think it's a fair assumption that he's probably going to get optioned and they'll get a fresh arm up there. But this is not the last we're going to see of him. I mean, regardless of whether he's here as a starter or reliever, he's, as you said, a wonky throwing lefty. And those guys are valuable. You You see... You know, Heim Bloom target those guys all the time. So, you know, he, he will be throwing innings for this team over the course of the season. Like, it's just a matter of when, not really if. Agree with you guys on the Brandon Walter, or more so with Gordo on the Brandon Walter, where he's probably not going to be the having the longest lifespan with this team. And especially with the move that they made ahead of, um, or really in the middle of a lot of these injury updates and roster movement, uh, is Taylor Scott coming in from the Dodgers uh, right-handed arm, but also not the best numbers. I'm not really sure how he'll really shape up in this. I feel like he's going to be another like extendable type guy where you bring him up. Maybe he pitches once or twice and then they kind of move on from him. Um, yeah. There's another one too. Um, Kyle Barraclaw, who's kind of a, he had a great debut uh, with Worcester yesterday. He's yeah. an interesting uh, guy. Yeah. Cause he's had a, he like it's none of not recent at all. But he had a lot of big league success for the Marlins. What was it like in like 50, 2015 through seventeen yeah. or sixteen through eighteen, something like that? He was really good, and and now it's it's weird he's starting, which I don't yeah. think he did at all in his big league career. But interesting guy, and as you said, really good first start for AAA. You know, last night, so someone to watch. So, do you think with all of this happening, and we keep seeing arms come up, and we might see them just you know disappear forever? Is this something that's like? sustainable if we're in the you know wild card third contending spot there are you feeling optimistic about the red sox going into the playoffs if they continue with this because i it's it just that's not a sustainable it's a sustainable formula for like a season but once you hit the playoffs i you obviously can't keep that formula up and at some point you need your pitchers to step up so i guess it's more of a you're hoping that your arms get healthy at some point but at what point are you getting concerned that they keep running this it's yeah yeah. Go ahead, Gordo. I well, I to your sustainable point, I I don't think it's sustainable for a contender to every fifth day kind of chuck someone out there and kind of hope for the best. And so, you know, on Saturday they had a doubleheader. They chucked out Caleb Orton, Chris Murphy, and hoped for the best, and it worked. And then today, a few days later, 
they chuck out Justin Garza and Brandon Walter and it didn't work. And like, obviously, you know, a lot of that is attributable to the offense, but if every fifth day you're going to, you're going to kind of just throw a hail Mary and, and hope for the best, you know, chuck up a half court shot and hope it goes in. It's that's every five days. Most of the time you're going to lose. And that is not, you know, for a team like this, that needs a lot to go right to get anywhere near the playoffs. That's not really a sustainable formula. So yes, it like, being this far away from the trade deadline, someone's going to need to step up because Chris Sale's not walking through that door. Tanner Houck doesn't sound like he's walking through that door, although they haven't really been definitive about a timetable. So maybe maybe some wacky Jalen Brown shit's being considered, but I don't think he's walking that door for at least a month. So someone's going to have to step up. Like, the, like this is like it's not they're not going to be able to keep doing the bring someone up send him down and he waits the 15 days and you just kind of keep alternating for the next what month plus that someone's going to have to be a guy be a man and step into that spot and it's just going to be a matter of and it's not like it's pavetta we is, said, that, like, is it going to be pavetta no 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 he's been no he's been good he's been good in the role keep him in the role yeah, he's been he, good in let him let him cook in the pen um i'll actually push back a little bit on something both of you said saying that Walter, you know, okay, maybe not push back. You guys said he'll probably be optioned. I agree. But I think I'd prefer if he stayed in the rotation. Why not? He's a 26-year-old prospect. That was a pretty impressive debut. Hawks out. You need someone in there. Why not give Walter a shot? I mean, what are they waiting for? This is, like we've said three million times, bridge year. This is the year to give guys like Walter a shot. He's not your typical prospect. Like I just mentioned, he's a little bit older. He looked good today. I would let him maybe even start, maybe forego the opener next time. Now that he's settled in, who would he face? He would face the Marlins. He can do that. It's a hot, it's a hot lineup right now. Are they really? Yeah, the they're Marlins, now. They just have one guy that's absolutely as team, mashing. As a team, they're weirdly way better than like, ho- like what are they? Are they 10 games above 500 right now. But it's not because of the, they are. because of their pitching. It's not yeah, their off. Right. They, they Sandy. Their way. Sandy. Oh, they got Yuri Perez out there. Sandy's been bad. Sandy's, Sandy's been having a good bad. bad on his all, terms or bad like MLB bad? Like, like bad. MLB bad. Yeah. Oh, let me like his ERA is like five, right? Oh, I didn't realize he was that low now. Sandy has a 5.08. He's got a Massachusetts area code ERA right now. Not good. Jeez. Yet yet that team is 42 and 33. That is remarkable. What? But it's it's Yuri Perez, dude. That guy, the Marlins are 42 and 33, and it's Luis Arias and Yuri Perez. Like, I think he's got to be six or seven starts into his career now as he raised in the ones. I think he just went six shutout. Like, yep. that, that dude is on his way to being, like, maybe the best pitcher in base. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I, I don't know. But I, I think he has that potential. He is ridiculous. They got uh, Lizardo. I don't think that's incredibly hot, but that's also like Sandy Alcantara is going to be the hottest baseball or uh, pitcher in baseball, and Shane B. He was is for a year, the hottest pitcher in baseball. But I'm constantly told that he's not by someone. Beebs, Beebs kid, Beebs baby. I'm not a Beebs got a Beebs got. I'm a believer. I'm full time believer. But I actually I don't hate the idea of letting Walter eat up another like start or not really a start but another appearance where you can maybe get some more innings out of him like that's the thing is i i like this 
I think this whole thing can be sustainable if you have guys that come up and they're not just doing like one appearance option. Like they can come up and maybe they do like three appearances and then you option them. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think you can extend out until you can really get an idea of what's going on with sale and what's going on with Tanner and really get the rotation back to where it was in that like May area of where the season was. It's just so tough because thinking about where just these two guys we'll talk about is in Brandon Walter and Chris Murphy and, and where they were and are in their development. Chris Murphy had just been moved to the bullpen and he's been, you know, finagling with his pitch mix. And he had had, I think, one successful bullpen appearance before he made that appearance in Cleveland. And they went back and, you know, had more success and then obviously came back up and had success up here again. Walter, you know, at, at the same time is also finagling with a new pitch mix. And it's just, it's going to end up like you're going to see more of these guys. You're going to see them more soon. But it's just, it's such terrible timing. Because when you see guys start to get momentum like they have, you know, like obviously in the minor leagues, you're fiddling with stuff on it as a pitcher. It's just so brutal to have because like they like the stuff that they're fiddling with could be working, but like unfortunately, if you just don't have time or experience, you know, pitching that way, your stuff could get rocked at the big league level because these, these hitters are so talented. Like I, I just I wish they had more time in the minors kind of gain their confidence with the way they're pitching particularly with murphy pitching out of the bullpen um yeah 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 i don't know it it could be it could be walter maybe maybe not immediately but maybe maybe in there's always someone who goes down and then these guys can get called back up they never actually have to wait the full 15 it feels like yeah and see that's why it's good to get it depth starting which is something that i kind of kind of sort of was critical of bloom early on in the season it felt like if there was an injury then they'd either be relying on paxton which is not good as good as he's been it's not good to have to rely on someone with his kind of track record of health or lack thereof and then you have sale in the mix and it just felt like this was kind of you could have seen this coming them having injury issues wait, wait, are we about to go back to a term we used at the beginning of the year What's that? Roster construction. Roster, you're gonna say that. That was that was a Red Sox Twitter word that like that was the buzzword. Kind of disappeared. Well, rightfully so. It was a buzzword. It was a it's a weirdly constructed roster, and I think the reason it's the way it is is because the front office, maybe Cora as well, kind of said, "All right, this is still a bridge year. If we have to go to our young guys, we get the major league experience, whatever. It's not a big deal. We're not as concerned with the wins and losses. We got to get these guys ready anyway. But still, it would be nice to have a version of Matt Dermody that wasn't, you know, questionable person, uh, a veteran starter who you can plug in and have him pitch one or two games. And he can, you know, he's not going to light the world on fire, but you're like, all right, this guy knows what he's doing. He's not a kid that I'm going to mess up the development of. So I just wish they had one more arm. One more starter with experience, even if it's a bum. I take that. Hey, you you've got one. You've got you've got Corey Kluber. <laughs> you've got one. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. He's he's on the that's, no, he's on the AL now. He's got an yeah, he's, oh, that's true. I forgot. I, I, I think forgot his funeral the, is coming. The uh the uh quote unquote IL. Can we put this on Phantom. the record that that I want this to be a support of Corey Kluber podcast? Like I don't want him to stay on the team. But I officially like feel bad for him. That was hard to watch, oh, man. Gosh. He is just a shell of himself. That has to be painful 
to just be out that's there. Call. That's that's too high. You're, he's you're he's worse than shell of himself right now. You're a two-time Cy Young Award winner, and you just like you can't even get an out. It's just crazy, and it's not like it was a a gradual fall off this cliff. He really just plummeted. He was good last year. Granted, we weren't psyched when the Red Sox signed him, but we didn't think he'd have a ERA of 1,000 like he does right now. He's just not even close to a major league quality pitcher right now. It's scary. Freaks me out. Yeah, and you're getting you're getting like obviously better outings from your AAA depth arms who all, who haven't even been performing in AAA. They're coming up and giving you better big league innings than Corey Kluber. So it's tough. But I I want to go back. You guys were talking about the roster construction, and I was thinking back to some of my takes from spring training, and and a lot of people were talking about this. Like the everyone talked about the Red Sox have so many big league caliber starting pitchers. Who are they going to have in the rotation? Who's going to go to the bullpen? And a lot of people, you know, it was like, oh, how can Whitlock should go to the bullpen? Yada yada yada. I want to list off the starting pitchers that going into the season the Red Sox had available to them. And let's think about where we are from this. So, okay, count. One, Sale. Two, Whitlock. Three, Hauk. Four, Paxton. Five, Bayo. Six, Kluber. Seven, Pavetta. Eight, Cutter. Nine, Winkowski, because he, he was a starter at that time. Ten, Mata. Eleven, Walter. Twelve, Murphy. We are literally, because uh, with Mata being hurt, we are about to have basically, we've burned through all 12 of those. Like, that is... That is crazy, and it and that's what happens when when multiple of your your big guys go down, and you have you know bomb seasons from Kluber and Pavetta. It forces you to go that route. It's just tough because yeah. like I don't I want to say that I feel like because I wish they had another arm. They definitely need another arm today, but at the time at the beginning of the season, was I saying that they needed another arm? I definitely wasn't, but. Yeah, like if if they were if they were a first place team right now, the obvious trade deadline acquisition would be like a new starting pitcher. Yeah. Hey, cool. I got something right then because I was banging that beat for a while, saying I wish they had more starting pitch, not starting pitching depth, but a guy that you can plug in and feel good about because all ten of those guys, maybe other than Bayo, are guys with glaring concerns. Like Hauk, we weren't sure if he was a starter or not. Same thing with Whitlock, whether we wanted him to be one or not. Sale injuries, Paxton major injuries, uh, on and on and on. You can name all these guys have glaring issues. We didn't have anyone, even someone like Rich Hill. You could just put in and you go, okay, he's not going to be great, but you know he's going to pitch every five days and keep you in ball games. We had none of those guys. I, at the that end of the year, give, give Rich Hill a little credit. At the end of the year here, like he kind of pulled it together, and you could. it's scary to say that he was kind of the more reliable guy at that point. Absolutely you know? was. Rich Hill, absolutely one of the more reliable guys that That's they what had. I'm saying. I wish we had more guys like that. Yeah, Kluber, you're right. Kluber was supposed to be that guy. So then he's the one out of the 10 that has no glaring concerns. I would say two. I would include Bayo. He was young, but come on. We knew he was going to find success. It's just not enough. I would have preferred, and of course, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I was saying this in the offseason, one more reliable arm, even if it's a 4A guy, like who is the guy? Cole Irvin. He stinks, but I would have taken him on the Red Sox just to have security and not mess up the development of these young guys. It's more looking out for the young guys. Credit to me for looking out for the kids. Oh, look at you. Just big, big I guy agree. there. Credit so, to you, Sammy. Yeah, do I'm always you see, 
like a lot of the like Zach Kelly going down at the beginning of the year. Do you kind of like look at that as he was someone that was supposed to be a lock in this whole pitching staff, or was he more of a fringe guy to you? Yeah, he's a relief pitcher. They're all volatile. If you're if you're not talking about the back end guys, they're all pretty volatile. I, I wanted. So him you're to- more so con- you're more so concerned with like that starting the rotation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Bullpens, you can you can always throw darts and see who's good and who's not. In a year like this, if you want to be a contender, that's a little tougher. But I'm less concerned about the bullpen. I actually kind of like that philosophy for the bullpen. That's how you find guys like Schreiber is when you give guys Agreed. a shot of stuff, stuff guys. So, it's yeah, not about it's not about Zach Kelly specifically, Coop. The way the way I look at the pitching, the pitching depth and like not having enough of it right now is it's 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 the combination. Like you haven't necessarily like you've only lost really one key arm in Schreiber. But it's about the collective. Like, let's like Blyer was terrible, but you know he went down. Zach Kelly went down. Uh, we talked about Schreiber, White Mills down before the season. Joely Rodriguez has been out for basically the entire season. With and what we saw from him, I'm not, I'm not yeah. really oh, God. sold on him. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, that was. So- I've said this before. What the hell was the hype of that signing? They were the Red Sox social media team was like, we got him. We well, because there's just so many clips of him like being a good teammate. So like that's all they had. And you're like, oh, this guy's an. I like I tweeted. I was like, all time fives guy, Joely Rodriguez. Joely Rodriguez. That matters. But he's been around for like seven years, and he's been not good. Yeah, he's not but, good. Like, his numbers doing? weren't there beforehand. And, and Richard Blyer's out there throwing like ducks out there, getting roped, and everyone's like, oh, I can't wait until Joely's back. I'm like. Yeah. he's not that good either man what do you the tough Joelle? the tough thing with joelly is that his velocity like you look at the savant page i think that's why everyone was so excited is you look at the savant page and all of a, a lot of the important stuff was read and it seemed like oh just get this guy to harness his control harness his command and you know he'll be a guy and then of course just get him to figure out all the training. important stuff of pitching right but then also he hurts himself in spring training, comes back, and his velo's down like three, four miles an hour. And then, okay, now all those things that are red are also going to be blue. And he still can't locate. So where yeah. are we with that? Like, I just never got that. I thought it was I thought it was kind of funny, actually, the way they were hyping him up. Because you knew it was going <laughs> to – not that I want to upset the fan base, but you knew their reaction was going to be like, this guy stinks. This, what the hell? <laughs> this guy's a bum. Yeah, his his stats and history are readily available on the internet. I could have told you that months ago. 